fellow wrestling fans. Hey, that's me. Today I'm Jeremiah Plunkett. Hello again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma. Once again, we are smack dab along ringside and ready to go with another episode of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast, the number one rated smut podcast and wrestling podcast on the on the air. <laughs> oh, man. Number one in X-rated wrestling. Oh, that was a... All thanks to luscious Quentin Charisma. That was a um, shocker. A, I don't know. <laughs> that was... Oh, that was something. So, how many people viewed it? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I have not looked. I'm sure. But jo- join us today, and we will be doing women's extreme wrestling uh, watch alongs. Oh, who? Women's extreme wrestling. It, it was one of those late night things that didn't last too long. Um, <laughs> born out of the death of ECW and the death of Wow. Gotcha. It, it was like Wow, but they were real slutty and couldn't. I think I remember wrestle. that. Early 2000s? Yep. And you come on like on Saturday, Friday, Friday, Saturday night's really late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah, they horrible. had a girl named Ty Killer Weed. Um, <laughs> they, they had a group called Caged Heat that were three girls who had been in jail. <laughs> um, pretty sure Bambi and Peggy Lee Leather were in that, which is hilarious. Sort of like the only two real stars that people ever heard of them or something. I mean, yeah, kind of. And I, and I may have my women's promotions confused too, but I, I know Bambi <laughs> and Peggy Lee have been uh, involved in most of them. Yeah. Hey, bills got to be paid. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to watch some women's extreme wrestling now, huh? No. <laughs> They're going to pass on that. So, okay, so some Wait. XPW. XP, I'm trying to think. What's that? Rob Black, Extreme Associates. Oh, no. His porns were horrible. I can imagine what his wrestling was like. <laughs> About the same. Oh, no, I pass on that, definitely. All right. Well, I guess we're going to keep it <laughs> G-rated this week. I think I should go out here and kill myself. So how's the week been? Get... I've just now got that out there. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just been a week, I guess. You make a complain about something? Or? I don't know. You <laughs> normally do. So. I do, don't I? Okay, I'll complain about There you go. Here we go. About Vanderbilt? Yes. No, you need a hush over there. No one in that from the peanut gallery over there. So, we go to Vandy Tuesday to watch Western Plum. And we're on the list, right? And Vandy, if you know anything about Vanderbilt, they hate athletics. And when Vanderbilt got their baseball team back, Many years ago, they were well, they weren't very good, so they gave them the <laughs> a little bitty section of land, squeeze a baseball field in between the football stadium and the basketball gym. So it's like crammed in there. Now Vanderbilt is like really good. They so they've tried to build up, you know, but it's still there's no parking, uh, which you cannot have a facility without handicap parking. So what they got is there's a parking garage next street over, but they have a shuttle for handicapped people. So that's how they get get by with it, right? So I look on the website and it says there's handicap parking in the garage. And there's a shuttle that runs um, up until game time uh, from the gates open to game time, and then 30 minutes after game time. So Dan drops me off the front door. So I'm waiting and waiting. I, she goes to the garage. She <laughs> she has, and the parking is only from nine ninth floor, eleventh floor, 
of the parking garage. That's the only thing they'll give baseball to. So she find she gets up there fine. She try finally finds her way out of the parking garage. I tell her I said there's supposed to be a little shuttle golf cart shuttle, and he got people. I didn't see him. He didn't drop somebody off and then left. And she's I said look for him. So next thing I know, here he comes. Nobody on it. Parks it, gets it out, and goes inside. But ten minutes later, Dana finally gets down there. The guy never came out. It's still parked there. So yeah, it was um, that was um, really. So we already started out. So then it's supposed to be from the end of game, 30 minutes after, right? We get back out front, and Dan's like, uh, where, is the shuttle still running? Because it went out there. We thought maybe, you know, don't want to load up. And Lee's like, no, he, he's, he's put it up for the night. And I was like, okay, I know it's not no 30 minutes after the game. And I was like, just, I was like there's no way. So she walked back. Anyway, so, I, um, so when I got home that night, I pulled up the box score. I looked at the game time, how long it was. I looked at first pitch, 6.02. Game was um, two hours, 38 minutes. So I didn't remember anything. So it, was most, it had been like um, they'd had, he would have to put the card up at 9.11, right? She called me when she got to the parking garage and got to the car at 9.14. And she had done stop, and she was gone for 15 minutes. Right. Like, or maybe she stopped and talked to a bunch of the parents and stuff. So we were out there before 9 o'clock. So my whole thing is you got that shuttle so you can because you don't have handicapped parking. That's the reason why you have to have that by law because you have no handicapped parking. You have to have handicapped parking on your facility, or you have to have that. give them ac- access to it, provide access. And they didn't, and that's bullcrap. But ain't gonna be good, good to play because Vanderbilt don't care. They they don't ha- they hate sports. <laughs> the people over Vanderbilt had their way. They would. Get rid of sports altogether, but you know, so I can't complain it no more. So you get to hear my gripe. <laughs> oh, there it is. There's this week's gripe. <laughs> I'll just want a mini. That's the one I'm gonna throw out there. No, that, that's a that's a safe one. That'll get nowhere because it's Vanderbilt. Yeah, <laughs> they got that that money that nobody else has. You know, it's beyond the fu money. You know. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure, and, and it's all going to that that one brother over on CNN that one day. The what? The the one guy on CNN. He's the uh, oh, heir, about old, to, old, uh, heir old, to the Vanderbilt um, fortune. Yeah, his mama's Glory Vanderbilt. Oh, what's yeah. his name? Can't I can't remember. Old liberal oh, God. dude. Oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Anyway, <laughs> let's change so let's get on a rant about yeah, him. Yeah, before you go on an anti-left wing rant. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of top politics. So, but, yeah, I can't remember the dude's name to save my life. But anyway, I can't either. I to, uh, no, I, yeah, I can't remember his name at all. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I just named his, like, his body double, like, on the other side. Tucker Carlson's, like, the total opposite. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just named, I just named the exact yeah. same guy, but on the other side. Yeah, what? Okay, just don't don't worry about it. Let's <laughs> think about it. All right. You've probably heard us mention crowbarpress.com, but let's get real for a moment. Scott Teal is crowbarpress.com. Scott has been writing about professional wrestling since 1968 and has edited, written, and published more than 100 books on the subject. 
Scott was also honored by both the Cauliflower Alley Club and the George Tragus Luthez Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame for his contributions as a professional wrestling historian and journalist. All this to say, Scott knows his stuff. But if you're not a big reader, hey, that's okay. CrowbarPress.com also has DVDs, magazines, photos, posters, and t-shirts, all fit for you or the old school wrestling fan in your life. So please, do us a favor and support our friend, friend of the show, Scott Teal, by visiting CrowbarPress.com, professional wrestling legends in print and video. Man, my YouTube gimmick. Oh, no, stop. Man, my Roku, if I pause it, it won't stay paused for like hardly no time. And then it, I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. I'm sure somebody can go in and make it, but I don't know. I'm old and don't know technology, so. That's the most honest thing I think you've ever said. <laughs> well, well, while you're getting that back up and ready. Yeah, I got uh, it. I, uh, it okay, well, since you've got it up, tell us about our first match. You know, I, I suck at doing this. That's why I let all you All right, it. all right, all right. Our first match is brought to us by the Regal Stretch over on YouTube. It is from March 24th, 1990, WCW Saturday night. The match is Road Warrior Animal versus Ron Simmons. And you, you okay. said this is just after Doom got their mask taken off, correct? Yeah, it wasn't too much after that. Yeah. I don't know the exact date of, because this is early dying. He said it, I, I want to say it was, yeah, it was, it was just right after that. That's the beat. I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Or is this, or hold on, or was this pre-Doom? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so, because you had brought up uh, another match that was from, uh, like, the next week. Yeah. And, and it was him and Butch Reed. Yeah. So. Unless they were, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't, because 89 was Russell War. And wasn't Butch Reed on that show as Butch Reed? The one here in Nashville, 89, Russell War 89. Didn't I'm he work to... that show? Or he was supposed to, and he no-showed? Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Was he? Was he was supposed to work with uh, Muda? That's why Doug Gilbert got the match. Was that the one? I remember Doug, Doug Gilbert subbed for somebody. Yeah, I can't remember who he subbed for, but he got to wrestle Muda on that. We'll figure it out after after it's over. I'm, I'm not thinking, mate. It was pre. You know, who knows? I don't know. But we'll watch it anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're set out on triple zeros, well, yeah, who was sending? Huh? Who's using? Yeah, I did the Regal Strip. I'm sorry. Trouble at me tonight. If you triple zeroed out at your house and triple zeroed out at home, we'll hit play. Three, two, one, play. All right. Is that Rhubarb Jones? Uh, that that's the name of the guy you're thinking of for sure, but I don't know if that's him. And hey, there there that answers our question. From Duke. Answer question first off, don't it? <laughs> Dude, that don't look like center stage. Had they they had they started? They might not have started center stage yet. Because when they because I remember when they did the flare steamboat angle. Uh, look at the advertisement on the turnbuckles. Hey, Ruse. Yeah, Ruse was other big sponsor. Wasn't it tennis shoes with like zipper pockets? Yeah, yeah. A couple of the boys wrestled in them, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They had some rose boots. All right, is he coming out by himself? There's somebody behind him. That Ellering. 
Yeah, yeah I I'm think sure. it's Paul. All right, so they're just coming out. Yeah, it's Ellering. Yeah, so there's no there's, so there's tag partners standing in the back. Okay. All right. So it's gonna be a. I don't see too many um, flying mares and arm drags in this one. Do you? <laughs> nah, no, nah, probably not. Oh, Simmons is all in the up in his grill. Oh. Oh, taxing from behind. There we go. Got, got him with a little double axe handle, too. You don't see that yeah. a lot. Oh, reversal drop down. Oh, leapfrog. Drop wow, down, leapfrog. What geez. the smoke? Elbow. <laughs> he didn't bump. Close. Oh, gosh. He just killed him. Did you see? <laughs> yeah, close line through the middle. Yes. You don't bump, I'm going to make you bump. <laughs> Uh-oh. Butchery just come out. I the was best, not expecting the best that. butch reads blonde butch read though. The natural. <laughs> I was not expecting a drop down leapfrog, drop down leapfrog with you. <laughs> no. How deceptively was, fast Ron Simmons is too. Yeah, be a big dude. He was agile, man. You know they're popping for something. Oh, there's what they're popping for. Here he comes, Hawk. Oh. I like. I say they're popping for some reason. Here comes the. Here comes the other partner. I don't remember yeah. these tights. Where the Road Which Warriors one? basically have a. Just one leg. Got, they have Scott Steiner. Leg, yeah. Scott Steiner's chest tattoo on their. On their <laughs> leg. Oh, nice power slam! Yeah. Oh, nice flying tackle. Yeah, they usually had something on both sides when they had something on there. Not just one side like that. Yeah, well, you know, usually at this time, it was either just like Stripe or it said Road Warriors or Legion of Doom. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's got a big design on it. Yeah, it's got a cross and a skull. <laughs> you, I, I, think, I, think that's, I think that's the tattoo between Scott Steiner's boobs. That's where I got the idea from. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, show it. Better close up. Dang it. Oh, miss. Uh-oh. You gonna give him the big 10? Wow. He really baby facing it, ain't he? Oh, oh yeah. Well, no, nope. he's just getting the big three. <laughs> oh, I think it's supposed to be a boot, but he, he is more of a knee. Nice headbutt. What we got here? Gonna whip him off. Oh, nice power slam. Now, I see it's uh, some kind of skull and crossbones, and it's hard to really tell. Well, and then, like, I think it's kind of dagger. Oh, he slammed you on the, slammed almost on the apron. <laughs> yeah. No, let's don't give a brother no bounce on the, <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's got some kind of, like, sword or something down through the middle of the skull. Is it bad that I was hoping that that catapult, like my favorite thing is when I see people hook a catapult and I'm like, hey, their knees aren't together. It's, they're about to look really stupid. Okay, did you notice he Animal didn't kick out of that? He put his feet on the ropes? I was kind of shocked. 
Yeah. Hey, man, he's really baby-faced. Really baby-faced. Yeah. <laughs> he's selling like crazy. Uh-oh. Oh, partner's fixing to get into it. Sound like crazy for something that adds absolutely nothing to the chin lock. Yeah. <laughs> was they was he knocking? Did Reed knock his hand, feet off the ropes and and Hawk put him back on? Is that what well, they were doing just then? Well, no. So Hawk knocked him off, and then Reed went over there and started yelling at him. They got into it, and then Hawk put him back on. And, and then, like, didn't realize what he was doing, and then put him, but took him back off again. Okay, so he yeah, just like got caught up in the like, movement. But at one point, yeah, was helping was like, Ron Simmons. <laughs> something, something was off there. That big slam. That's better. More in the middle. Uh oh, is he gonna fly? Uh oh. Uh, big, shul- uh, big shoulder tackle. tackle. Oh, slammed him down. Uh oh, here comes a big bay face comeback. Oh, yeah, here he goes. Beat the chest. Here we go. Beat the chest, Beat kick him. him in the hip. Oh, drop kick. That's actually he pretty good. Look, he landed on his face. Did you notice that? Oh, the old trip. Uh, ran the wrong oh, and, he's, oh, and he's dead. Trip and he's dead, by the way. Yeah. Oh, they're, oh, okay. So they're, they were brawling. I saw the crowd popping. That led up to them working the next, the next, probably the same taping. Oh, Teddy Long just laid out Ellering. What did he hit him with? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> what did Teddy hit him he with? Couldn't see it. Oh, is that the Battle of the Belts jacket? Battle of the Belts part two, number Looks two? Looks like it, yeah. There it is. Wow. I was just going to see what the camera missed it. We hit him with something. Dang. Yes, this set up Hawk and Butch Reed. I bet it's the same night, but it's clipped in a different. Okay, here we go. What was it hit him with? Still couldn't see the ref is in the way. <laughs> he hit him with something. Dang. That's the first time yeah, Pee Wee Anderson's him. ever blocked a shot. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Next, Sting Live. Well, Looks like this uh, This has, has the Sting interview on it, too. Okay. Yeah, mine's still playing. Yep. It's, it's like, if I know that much, I saw, I saw the nine minutes, so I was like, hey, so it's like we got a whole nother, probably nine. So that match was, I was like, that did not seem like no nine minutes. Wow. He's just award 90. Look, look okay. at the cool guy yeah. staying in his, in his white short, shorts. They were throwing stuff at him? Oh, uh, fireworks. Sparklers, yeah. I thought they were throwing stuff at him. That's when he blew his knee out on the cage. Guess I didn't want it. Doug Dillinger grabbed him and pulled him, and he yeah, out. yeah. And he was supposed to have when did that big run with Luger? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think Luger or Rude, one of the two. I don't think Rude was there at this time. I think he coming. Did he come in ninety one? I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure. 
Man, look at that brace. <laughs> Nowadays, it's... Oh. Okay, that's it. Mine ended. There you go. Here's the end. Yep. Oh, mine, mine went to commercial. Mine's an ad. <laughs> well, no, I think it was an, it was an ad on YouTube. Because mine went, went to an ad when it ended. Oh, okay. You know, that was really better than I thought it was going to be. That match was... It was really short. I wish it was longer. Um, man, I wasn't expecting... Yeah, that was he were animal sold working. I mean, he was working baby, baby, wasn't he? Yeah, I, mean, I, he was, I was ready good. for it to be, you know, Jr. Bowling shoe ugly. Yeah, but no, that wasn't no, bad that at was, all. Yeah, for two big dudes, that was good. Wow, yeah, that was really good. Ugh. And I bet, like I said, that that next week, I bet it was because they did those tapings, you know, like everybody did back then. They take like a month full of, you know, stuff. And then chop it up for their TVs. So, wow, that was really fast. I mean, that was that was really good. I wish you could have seen what the gimmick was they hit him with. Yeah, because I, I can't remember what Teddy Long ever used for a gimmick. I don't think I don't remember anything. Unless he brought a brought out his bong and hit him with it. All right. Is <laughs> is a is a, a big bag full of prescription pecker pills. Oh, wait. I'm thinking he didn't carry nothing to the ring or nothing. It was a Jerry Curl activator. <laughs> it, was a, it was a can of, uh, oh. Soul Glow? What was that on? Huh? Soul Glow. Yeah, Soul Glow. I know it was something Soul Glow. Yeah, Soul Glow from me. <laughs> Sex or something. Yeah, let's be real. It was just something big wrapped in tape is all it was. It, but it looked... But the way he, he held it, he held it up. It wasn't like a punch. It was like, you know, looked like he came over with it. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, oh, we've got the other camera angle now. We'll see it. And he was <laughs> Yeah. First time his little skinny body actually blocked something out. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I went in front of the hard camera, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Well, all right. That was good. I liked it. It was short. Short. And... Maybe maybe my next pick for next week needs to be the other one. <laughs> hey, if it's any if it's at all as good as that one, I like that one. I think it's one. I think I'm gonna pick for my pick next. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pick the Butch Reed Hawk match from the because it says, it's, but this one says it's from main event. And oh, so it maybe it wasn't four, the same night. I bet it is. <laughs> they clip that stuff. They get all those tapes, man, and they. I bet it is. Surely it is. I don't see them. Well, then again, it was WCW at that time period. But anyway, well, that's going to be my pick. And I'm pretty sure it's the same. It's going to be from the same one, same show. I'm sure it is. I'll have to go back and look, look at the people in the crowd from what we just watched the next week. And I'm going to be looking for <laughs> looking for them. But, yeah, they did that back. They All the syndicated shows, and they would tape them together. And so that, was, that was between the studio and center stage, it looked like. So. And again, that might probably might put Saturday night. It might, did it say Saturday night on it on the actual graphics? I know on the the not on the not on the graphic on the description it did. I'm just wondering if they, when it is YouTube. I mean, people put wrong stuff down. Oh yeah, you know? no, all the time. I'll listen to it later on this week and see what they actually say on it. Few men have logged the miles, shaken the hands, and put in the work Chris Michaels has to become a pro wrestler. Pro wrestling proved to be everything a young boy dreamed it would be, but it also extracted a far greater toll on his body and soul than he ever imagined. 
Chris Michaels' book, Indestructible, chronicles a career spanning more than three decades, in which Chris has had cups of coffee in every major promotion, knocking on one door after another, never getting that big break, but never, ever giving up. Michaels holds nothing back, sharing in his own words the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of pro wrestling. He shares humorous stories of ring mishaps and meeting his heroes, as well as reveals the failed relationships, broken promises, dead-end roads, and gut-wrenching injuries. A lesser man would have quit decades ago, but not Chris Michaels. He continues to do the drives, make the towns, and prove to fans and wrestlers alike that he is truly indestructible. Pick up your copy of Indestructible on Amazon.com, EatSleepWrestle.com, or directly from Chris Michaels himself. You won't regret it. All right, go ahead and pull yours up. Yours is longer than mine was. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of about the same. Well, mine was actually shorter than what <laughs> what the actual video was. <laughs> mine was like that. With all the big schmas at the end, it was still just eight minutes. That's up. Wind it. Crap. Come on. All right. Well, all right. There it is. I kept stopping at two and went and go away. Now it's one back. Okay, I'm ready. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this next match is brought to you by Premier Pro Wrestling over on YouTube. This is Cactus Jack versus Terry Gordy from the IWA King of the Death Match Tournament, September 20th, 1995. So we were talking about um, that the, uh, the IWA only lasted a little bit after this next year, right? Yeah. 96. So I'm wondering if this is their last big, big show. It probably was. Because yeah, so Victor thinking. left shortly after this, and then the IWA crowd just started going downhill. Well, everybody started leaving all the talent. So, yeah. So, yeah, I bet it was. So, yep. Uh, and if I remember right, this was a – trying to remember what kind of death match this was I don't called. know what the actual stipulation was on it. I, I know yeah. I know that there are th- uh, thumbtacks involved. But, yeah. So, I guess we will see specifically what type of death match this is. Uh, let's hit play in three. Two, one, play. All right. You got Cactus doing the interview? Yeah. Yeah. His awesome Japanese promos. <laughs> no, I remember, like, I, I don't remember what he says, obviously, but I remember yeah. when I used to watch his tape, like, the promos, him cutting, just been really, really oh, good. Oh, excellent. Wow. Oh, excellent. Mm. He had no filter whatsoever to, you know, make go anywhere he wanted to with it. I wonder if this will be as good as the bathhouse death match. <laughs> Man, Terry. he looks like Tracy right there, doesn't he? Oh, gosh, he did it for a second when they first cut to him. His hair and everything, yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he like got closer up. Uh, and, and Bam Bam kept that promo short because around wow. this time talking wasn't his thing. Ooh, there they are. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Is this one they run or they start in the ring? Uh, I'm wondering. Fix to find out. Yeah, yeah they they're going to run. Yep. All right. Look at that, man. That place. That people everywhere in that, that place. Fun, big old crowd. I wonder if this was Cactus' second match of this thing or first. Definitely looks like Gordy's first match. Cause... Oh, and Joe! Yeah, Joe's referee in this. Heck yeah. I forgot about that. 
Oh, here they go. Oh, there's a bat in there too. Bob Bar bat. Oh, I forgot all about that. That's See, good. We're now, watching. Now you were saying that Gordy had already lost it by this point. And I think like he may have lost it normally by this point, but he's like he's okay, put it this way. Doing okay he's in better, this match. He's better than this right here than he than he was when he worked for New York under that hood. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. Like it, worse. it seemed like it got worse as the years went by, you know. Usually you start recuperating. Oh, he Oh, I thought he hit tossed him in. I mean, he, he missed it. Dang. It also looks like yeah, he's, ta- he's tatering the heck out of Cactus, too. I think so. <laughs> Which, if I remember right in Cactus's book, he told him to. Because he did, he did say, I you know, probably. Terry's work wasn't the same. So, he's like, beat the crap out of me. And Terry's like, all right. Yeah, he had to. He'd have to. Cause, yeah. Hey, come on, Cactus. Don't push Joe like that. Oh, oh, oh. Those elbows look snug, didn't they? Yeah, and he always did those. Yeah. I, I bet they were soft. But they just look good. Oh, he's firing up. Dave's got to be tatering them. Yeah. There we go. Whip him in. I think Cax's face is bleeding. That's what I was looking at. It does look like it, didn't it? Oh, here we go. Oh, is he going to get it in there? Oh, I, was it bleed? I think it is. Yep. Yeah, he done hard waiting. Uh-oh, what we got here? Well, <laughs> boom. Oh, bulldog into him. <laughs> Whoa, misdirection. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> oh, yeah. nice backwards bump with the ropes. Yeah, he's smoking the bump, man. (laughs) Terry's like, I'm a bulldog you into him. Tag's like, I ain't gonna take it to the face. Yeah. (laughs) It's my first match, man. Yeah. Or let's save it for the end. I'll take it toward the end. That's not the first two minutes. Uh oh. Oh. Come on, Cactus. You know this ain't going to happen. Oh, boom. Yeah, he's bleeding good on side face. Uh-oh. File driver? Nope. Backdrop. Nice. See, that's what I'm saying. Dude, Gordy's moving well, wrestling well. Like, Yeah, he's, done. he's not doing bad. He's not Gordy, but he's... Not like he was, like when, like I said, when he was in New York, he was just, oof. Oh, there goes a slam. Oh, gosh. He, oh. He, ugh, oh, good God. Oh, that makes me cringe. He, mm. Gordy's not leading the match, but he's holding up his end very well. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, it's a lot better than I, I remember it, him being. I guess the last thing I really remember seeing was that, New York stuff, and he was just oh, it was, it was sad. Man, Cactus in the sheep cowboy boots. Yeah. Oh, oh, big Gordy clothesline in the corner. Whip him in. Boom, there's another one. Oh, you see it? Yeah, I did. 
<laughs> it's like you're already bleeding, dude. Why you got to do it some more? <laughs> but I like, I oh, like they, he, he did it right before he put his head down in it. <laughs> oh, they're sticking to his. Oh, they're sticking in him. Uh oh, cuts him off. He low blowing. They sound like he, Gordy sound like he got low blowed. Yeah, he's just really selling that gut shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll sit here and I ain't just hard to get no tax. Boom. <laughs> yeah, Gordy tried to block with his hand. I saw that. Ugh. Boom. Little big boss man wiener to the back of the head. Well, leg drop. Yep, boom. Try to see. I thought I saw Gordy. Oh, oh. <laughs> look at for me. I saw. I thought I saw his fingers pinched together, but I guess it wasn't. Oh, not on the nice tablecloth. Oh, you're gonna get color on it. <laughs> We'll see an Man, Asiatic spike. Them little tables. Oh. Boom. <laughs> Not there even movement. <laughs> Those tables over there are so narrow. I guess they're just, they won't break. You know? They didn't even move. Do I? That one didn't even move. No, it's not gimmicked. It's a real table. Back in the ring. Did you even count them? Probably not. Oh, there go power bomb. Bro. He landed on that frame of that thing. It looked like his head hit that frame. Fired up Terry. Yep. Oh, the hole in his shoulder. Oh, gosh. Is he going to give him another one? Oh, gosh. He's about to drop. Oh, gosh. He dropped him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they're stuck in his head. <laughs> and the ropes. He's got some nice white kicks on, don't he? Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh oh. Watch out, Joe. <laughs> Oh, DDT. <laughs> Did he get any on him? Yeah, I was about to say, DDT, not one thumbtack yet. I don't think he said. did. Nope. He did. Oh, oh, gosh. He's made back on him. Boom. Oh, stomp his head. <laughs> uh, Cactus is making up for it. That's why he's doing stuff after. Yeah. Oh, there's so many shoulders. Oh. Thumbtacks aren't the worst thing. It's not the best. No, no. I'm I'm just saying, like, they don't they don't hurt super duper duper bad. They don't have one thumbtack on him. Nope. <laughs> and we're done. That's it. 
Oh, man. That's pretty good. I forgot about Joe being the referee in that. Yeah, I did, too. I did, too. Um, I remember he was there and all that, but I, I forgot he mentioned he was in the referee that match. Because he walked out with uh, Severin, didn't he? Or did he yes. walk out with Go- Goto? No, no, no. He's out, he's out with Severin. Okay. He was, he was in his, his suit. He was in his suit when he came out in that. Yeah, I remember him being there doing that. I, I forgot he actually refed. Oh, that's crazy. Like WWE Raw, but without the budget, WMF Medium Rare captured the chaos of live wrestling mayhem federation hardcore events held throughout Rutherford County, Tennessee in the early 2000s. This weekly series was produced by our good friend, Multimedia Monte Carlo, a local TV personality turned pro wrestling manager who would threaten to edit fans from the broadcast if they didn't give him his proper respect. So fast forward nearly 20 years later, and Mr. Carlo has brought WMF Medium Rare to YouTube. Mr. Carlo has painstakingly went back to the vault to bring this cult classic wrestling promotion back for a new generation of fans to witness. Check out WMF Medium Rare's channel over on YouTube and tell them we sent you. So you've kind of already named your match, if you're still yeah. wanting to go with that. <laughs> kind of? Well, I mean, no, you did. Yeah, you did name it. Um, <laughs> what was our year cut off again? 95. So, so any time in 95 counts? All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, I, the last territory actually shut down in 97, but I don't think there was anything from 96, 97 from USWA we'd want to use. I don't think. So I'm, I'm going to pull from a WCW Saturday night, March 18th, 1995. Um, just because I was watching some uh, after the TV show highlights of, you know, AEW does some stuff after the show mm-hmm. and they had one of these guys on it and just how entertaining he is that I wanted to watch a match. Uh, Lord Steven Regal versus Bobby. And if I, re- I I'm not a hundred percent sure, but this may be the match that sets up the blue bloods. I was like, what I was gonna say. That time period was that Blue Bloods time period? No, it's not yet, but I think this is the match that sets it up because yeah. there's a clip that's from like three weeks later, and Bobby's in a suit. So, <laughs> what was his name in the Blue Bloods? Um, so Sir Robert of Eaton. Okay. <laughs> oh man, I believe in anyway. <laughs> Um, I probably said before. No, no, Earl, Earl Robert of Eaton. Okay. <laughs> they had this thing where I think he was drinking tea or something. And Bobby he, he, he goes, you got, any, you got any Boone's Farm? Some Ripple around here? <laughs> it's like, only Bobby can talk about some Boone's Farm. <laughs> yeah, was like he was drinking tea or something. He's like, he's looking at like, what? He's like, you got any Boone's Farm? <laughs> God, Boone's Farm and That's Ripple. The what? Boone's Farm and Ripple. I've had Boone's Farm back. I, I don't, what is Ripple? I don't, I've never had Ripple. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what Ripple is either. I've heard of heard of it. I just, I've never never had it. I don't think I've ever seen it. It must be some kind of cheap whatever it is. It must be cheap, you know, like Boone's Farm is. <laughs> is it a liquor? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Oh no, it's a wine. It's a fortified wine. A fort. What's that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that's what it's called. Huh. A, Ripple. Yeah, a fortified <laughs> wine is any wine that has an added distilled spirit, specifically a grape spirit such as brandy or cognac. So wine with hmm. more booze. Okay. Hmm. Oh, well. 
Find out, find out what ripple finally is. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Yep. I just love that Boone's Farm apple, man. That was good back in the day. Don't think I've ever had it. What Boone's Farm? Yeah, I don't think I ever have really. Well, I guess that it was that was more of a eighties, not early nineties drink. This thing like kind of faded out toward the mid nineties. It seemed like you didn't hear about it much. You know, but it was cheap. It was that apple though was really good. And then they had, I think, a strawberry. It was okay, but the, the apple was a lot better. Basically, I mean, it was a little bit better than a wine cooler, you know. Is it, it real it, sweet, it, sweet like a wine cooler? Yeah, yeah. It was better than it was. It was a. It was. It was, it was called a wine, Boone's Farm wine, but it, it was more of a wine cooler than just a regular wine. So, but yeah, it was good because and it was cheap. That's what the the kicker of it was. It was really cheap. It was like two bucks a bottle or a big bottle of it. Did you like your uh, your Boone's Farm better than your Zima, or which one did you like better? Dude, I never had, I took one drink of a Zima. That was nasty. I never did the Zima. What, what did you do? Goldschlager? I did some Goldschlager. Uh, you seem like a Goldschlager guy. Did some Goldschlager. I want a big drinker. Um, oh gosh, what was that? There was some. There was this one we got one time. We went to the strip club with oh what was it it was cinnamon and then after was it aftershock yep yep i've had aftershock was that the one that had the candy in it i believe so yeah it's it really it cinnamony the, yeah had that and you after you drunk you get to get in there and not break off the candy and suck on the candy yeah but yeah i i, didn't, I mean i was just i drunk every now and then not, not maybe twice a year maybe I don't want to say I was a drink. I've drunk at all. It was maybe twice, three times a year. I think I seem to remember like you it. having some Goldschlager at your apartment one time. That's how I knew. Yeah, and it stayed. To say that. It stayed there forever. And I think I took maybe two shots out of it. The three years I had it, that bottle. <laughs> yeah, but how fancy did you feel that your booze had pieces of gold? <laughs> so I, I never really did Goldschlager. Did it? Did it show up the next day? No, it, it was so. It's those flakes were so small. It wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? They didn't mount up to nothing. Uh, I was hoping I you were going to have a sparkly mud butt the next day. Dude, if was, I don't think it's real because it was real. I'd be, I'd be sipping that stuff out the next day. <laughs> Times are hard, man. Do I? Times are hard. Got to strain out my poo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know how much the percentage of it is actually real because that would be you couldn't be buying it for no twelve bucks a bottle or or whatever for if it's full of gold flakes in it. You know? I don't know. I just always thought that was a weird gimmick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I didn't tell you, man. The worst, I think, worst thing. Me and my buddy went to, <laughs> went to the classic cat one night. He's like, I got some bottle. I was like, you got some bottle? So what'd you get? I got my. Uh, I looked. My dad had a bottle of fighting cock. <laughs> oh, I, I, I drank some fighting cock. Oh, oh. Hey, we were the hit at the strip club. <laughs> you ever had Red Stag? Who? Red Stag? Never heard of that. Hoof. I don't. I don't like. I don't think it's it's American. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, uh, it's got a flavor. Fighting cock. Do what? Said Red Stag's got a fa- got a flavor. Well, that fighting cock after that, I, I pretty much I didn't do whiskey ever again. It was so nasty. So, so nasty. 
Well, you picked Ugh. a uh, you picked not the best whiskey to go out on. I didn't. My buddy did it. <laughs> what his dad had in the cabinet. We're like nineteen. You know, <laughs> get what you can get back in the day. You know. <laughs> so I guess Red Stag. I never knew knew that it was by Jim Beam, but Red Stag's by Jim Beam, and it's a black cherry bourbon whiskey. Huh. And I don't know. Not a black, a black cherry to me. I know some people yeah. who, love, who love it, but to me, just man. Hmm. Yeah, so I, don't, I drink about it twice, three times a year, maybe. Oh, that's that's me anymore. Yeah, probably probably a little bit more than than that because you know when I do get-togethers with some of the guys, we'll drink. Yeah. But like, but when I say we'll drink, it's like a couple drinks because yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't survive a hangover anymore. Yeah, well, that's what. <laughs> this is what was worse. So we went. We got back probably about, I don't know, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Went home, got in bed. Like two hours later, my mom wakes up. You, this is like middle of summer. You got to go out and mow the yard. Oh, dude, I was dying. I was dying. I was like, mm. And that's when I re- really realized that drinking's not for me. <laughs> Jägermeister was my worst. Just because, like, that was all I drank for a while. And now... Mm-hmm. A, I've gotten sick off of it, so I can't do it anymore. But B, it's like it just tastes like gross cough syrup. I don't know how I ever liked it. <laughs> it's licorice, ain't it? Yeah, black licorice. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, no, it's pretty. See, I, I used to, uh, I used to do Jaeger bombs, but I didn't like make the drink. I would just have like a pint of Jaeger and a giant Red Bull, and just like go back and forth, mm. like a true classy yeah. college student. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes if we had straws, I'd have a straw in each. And he's like, you know. <laughs> With the old, the old cat gimmick. No, I, I, never had, I never had one of those. I would have loved one of those. <laughs> I loved one of those. I was like, they're so funny. <laughs> a helmet with a with thing on each side and a long curly straw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. I think I've, I've never seen... Where do they sell us? I never saw one from anywhere. Uh, I'm sure you can pick them up like Spencer's Gifts, probably. Yeah, Spencer's, I was like, yeah, but Spencer probably had them. Yeah, I don't think your um, J.C. Penney's was selling them. Yeah, <laughs> Party City, May. Okay, well, yeah, I probably do. Spencer's, I'd say, Spencer's, before Party City, though. Spencer's still a thing? I haven't been to a mall in a long time, so I don't know. <laughs> you know I haven't. <laughs> I, I imagine if there's a mall, there's a Spencer's, though. Last time I went to a Spencer's was probably, oh gosh, 2009, 10 maybe. And it was really small. They really shrunk it down a lot. So, you remember Stone Mountain? No. Stone Mountain, Georgia? No. <laughs> the store, it was downtown West End, and then Cool Springs Mall had one. No, I don't remember that at all. That's where I got my Starskin Hut shirt. No, I never went well, to those malls. My mall was always, uh, Stones River or uh, ah crap, Hickory Hollow. Yeah, the one it was Cool Springs, and then actually the one on, on West End was by itself. It went in a mall, but that's where I got my Starskin Hut shirt at that I wore. Oh gosh, I had to go to Hickory Hollow and get brass knuckles and kendo sticks and all sorts of fun things. Yeah, <laughs> tell you when you go back up to uh, the mountains, they got a store like that up there. Is you it is it, it is it the ones that sell all those swords and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. I think it's right above Puckers. Okay. Or below Puckers. That bar on the right there in Gottenberg. You're going in. It's on the right hand side of the strip. 
I think it's before it's above. It's either above it or below it. We they got a few stuff. Got the stuff, the swords, all stuff in the windows and stuff. I mean, I've got um, what did I buy? That? Oh, I bought um, when I was doing the Japanese hood gimmick. Uh, I went and got me some shoes there, and I was gonna wear the shoes. And Chris Chevy's like, "Have you tried those on yet?" I said, "No." He said, uh, "I don't suggest wrestling them." And I put them on. And I was like, "No." I said, "Do you want them?" He said, "I'll take them." <laughs> what kind of shoes were they? The little ninja boots. They were like shoes. Oh, with Button the like the, the one toe separate. Yeah. Uh, that's all Alex Zane wears. Who? Alex Zane. Uh, he was. Oh uh, crap! I can't remember what his NXT name was. Ari Starling, maybe. But he. Uh, but no, that's what he he wrestles in those those ninja boots. I put these were the, like these were like the shoes. It wasn't actual boots. Yeah, and I put my foot in, and I was like, I was like, no, nah, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. Back on there. Well, I got some other stuff from there. What did I, did I get a kendo stick from there? Maybe I think so. Yeah, I think I did. What was it called? Um, bizarre was uh, well, no, sorry, the bizarre. Huh? It's called the bizarre. Oh, I thought it was called World Bizarre. No, is the bizarre. I always okay. wanted to call it biz, the bizarre bizarre because that's what Adrian Streets. Yeah, that's Adrian Streets gimmick. Um, remember last week there was something right before we left. I told you I was, had something else. I can't remember it. Remember? Mm-hmm. Well, I thought about it this week, dude. I watched one episode of the, that rock show last year when I first came on. Never watched another episode. And somebody put on there this week's episode is about eighty-seven Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't. I heard Corny and uh, you got. I watched it. Uh-huh. You have to. Watch, it is so bad. You have to watch it. It is so bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Hey, the, Jeff, that, the Jeff Jarrett look like looks and sounds kind of like Jeff. Sounds nothing like him. Really, I thought he sounded a little bit like him. That dude sounds redneck as the whole get out, and he was a heel. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, only- that's that's weird that he was a heel. The only thing they got right on that whole thing was um, the set looked good. It looked pretty. It was looked really like. Yeah, set. Uh, I saw I saw a picture from it. Um, obviously, they didn't have the same picture in the middle of yeah. the set, but yeah, no, it cool. looked looked very similar. And I but wish that, that NWA would have done that when they were taping here. Yeah, that was the closest thing to reality on that. Yeah, it's it's so bad you got to watch it. It's so bad. I mean, it's. Oh. I heard uh, Downtown Bruno is pretty good. The dude does Bruno. I heard he's too big for Bruno, but they, he's too he, big for Bruno. But he that talks a lot him. like him. Yeah, talks a lot about him, like him. But um, yeah, he's way too big. He's about the size of Bruno now. Right. <laughs> you just gotta watch it, man. It's it's so bad. It's one of those so bad you got to watch it. You know. Um. <laughs> so when I was listening to that thing, and maybe you know about this. Um, and that Cornette was saying that that was Rocky Johnson's kind of last run in a semi-major territory. Yeah. And Brian Lass goes, yeah. Brian, Brian Lass goes, yeah. I bet they're not going to go into why that ended and why, why <laughs> he had to leave. I don't know the story behind that. Um, One thing, his run was up. And there were some allegations of rape. Whoa, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, but I don't... I don't know if it's true. I don't. It's not never really. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I get that, but I just I had no idea what he was talking about. He's like, yeah, I bet they're not yeah. going to go into this. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's um. That sounds more than just Rocky Johnson got old and just couldn't get booked. Yeah, well, his run was up. 
I mean, it was, uh, he'd been there, what, six months and, you know. Yeah, well, and, and it already went to the handsome Jimmy spot, remember? Because he, he came yeah. in hot and was, was fighting yeah. with George Barnes. And then after yep. that feud, he's like, all right, yep. I'm going to work two-minute matches and go yep. home. I remember that, yep. Yeah, because we talked about it. Yeah, I remember what somebody was like, like the first one was like, yeah, I remember you go, he just turned into handsome Jimmy. I was like, he did, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure did. But um, that was the rumors going around. That's what people were, I remember when we were going to the fairgrounds. And yeah, that was, and then through the years, I've heard, you know, that was a rumor going around that, you know, he left Memphis because of that. And like I said, I don't, you know, because um, I took my medicine before I forgot. I was already behind. I just looked at the clock. I was like, crap, I took my medicine yet. Because that's about the same time period that Billy Travis got in trouble with that, that girl. Was it Lawrenceburg? It was Lawrenceburg. It was about the same time period. And um, I'm pretty sure it was about the same time period. Or Billy's might have been, might have been, some, might have been a little after that in 88. Wasn't too much long after that. Yeah, Billy Travis got in trouble. Was that why Billy ran to Texas as fast as he possibly could? No, no, no. He still got another. That's why his push got pretty much stuffed. When Jet, uh, they put him and Jeb back together, and then they split him up again, and then he pretty much then eighty eight rolled back around, and they started getting his push again. But um, I'm trying to think. It's probably, it was the same. You know, it wasn't too many months in between. So. Um, uh, I don't know if you know anything ever come out about it. I never heard anything else, you know. But just you know, who knows wrestling? I'm sure some of it was true, you know. Yeah, no, it's not, something about that Memphis territory. Just people just can't keep their pecker in their pants. <laughs> well, you, well, you know one of the one of the reasons why, don't you? Oh, you had to build the town. Do what? You had to build the town. You had to keep the rats happy so you could so you could survive. Exactly. You know, I mean, I mean, if you're a heel, you didn't get them. You didn't get no Polaroid money or didn't get the world famous picture money. Yeah, exactly. You had to do something, you know. (laughs) Hey, speaking of pictures, Wolfie shared a picture like it's a Polaroid of Jamie and Bill. And I'm like, I wanted to put, hey, is this what Bill pulled a knife on you over? Somebody asked, somebody put it on there. I saw it. Did they? Oh, brilliant. It says, is this what started the fight? Is this the picture that started the fight? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I don't know who it was. Maybe they put it on there. Whoever it was did the Lord's work because I was wanting to. Yeah, somebody put it on there. Is this the picture that started the fight? <laughs> it was like, oh, me. Probably was. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that, that way it looked. That picture was about that time period. And, and it literally looks like they were taking pictures and Bill just came in and goes, let me get in on this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dollar for me. Yeah, because you think about it when, you know, you Jimmy Hart, they did their gimmick pictures, you know, the first family, then had once of them, you know, by the, together. But you hardly ever, unless there's a baby face, unless there were a team, where you'd see one every now and then, like Fargo and Lawler, you know, Fargo and then retired. And you'd have like Fargo and Lawler, or when the Fabs came in, you'd have Fargo and the Fabs. But besides that, you really never saw two baby faces on a gimmick picture that wasn't t- teaming. You know? Yeah. You never saw it because it, you know they they get a, they used to get a cut of that picture money. You know, and then when it went to where they were selling their own, especially at the spot shows and stuff. You know, man, they did. I remember. I want to say it was mid '88, maybe. I could be wrong, but. 
they fixed it to come back to the gimmick table. It went to, I would say maybe, I could be wrong. I don't know if uh, Mark Gordy's listening, he can send me a message and tell me. But for some reason, I, I remember going and they wouldn't come out, come out the intermission. It's around 88, you'd see one or two come out there. Now, as the years went on, went on they, they'd all come out there doing intermission. But I just remember, like, intermission, Dundee would come out and Jarrett would come out. And that would be it. And then the other minute, then the night, they don't like it, two of them would come out, you know? But it, it was it was different back then. And who would be doing the Polaroids in the ring? Well, they weren't doing Polaroids back then. You didn't do Polaroids. Uh, it was a joke. Okay. You what? I said it was a joke. And plus, I'm pretty sure Waller bought the entire uh, company of Polaroid out of film. Because I'm pretty sure he still has one. <laughs> I don't blame him. Make money, you know? Yeah. They brought the Polaroids come back. They 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 came back. I think there's like a new yeah. version of it, ain't there? Yep. I yeah, no, it was yeah. so funny on that New Year's party we were at. Uh, Alex's girlfriend was going around taking pictures. And I'm like, what the heck? Is that a Polaroid camera? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember um, we're in Nashville, me and Farron, when we was working for Porter, the run with Porter, we were Bayfaces. And he sent somebody in there and said, I don't know who it was. He said, they said, Porter wants all the Bayfaces to go to the ring. So we all, we all went out there. It was for Polaroids, and we didn't even get one penny of that. Yeah. And I was like, and, and we were told, only Bay Faces, Porter said, go to the ring. Farron Quentin, do not take the belts out there. Leave them back here. That's how bad the, the belts were. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we had, we were the champions, and we could to do uh, Polaroids with the belts. But it was crazy because it, it was like, I was in there, I was looking at, it was like me, Farron, Lance Dreamer, Randy Orton, uh, Nick Densmore. I think it was all the OVW guys that was there that night. Then Colorado Kid, maybe. No, he wasn't there. Chris Harris. No. Come here, there's a couple other regular bay faces in there. But I was thinking, I was like, well, somebody's got to be getting some money out of this, you know? But yeah, nobody, nobody got none of it. I was just thinking, this sucks, you know? Because <laughs> we did a bunch. We did a bunch of Polaroids. We didn't get a, we didn't get a penny for it. <laughs> My porter got your pennies for it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had that paid rent. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my. Um, I had a question. Did you see the Willer Uta John Moxley match? Uh, not the whole thing. I've only seen the back half of it. I did see where they just uploaded the full match on YouTube. I do want to go and watch it. Back half looked pretty crazy, though. Okay. Are they telling them to go out there and cut their heads off? Because everybody gets color. It just gushes. I don't know. That was uh, Dude, that's some was impressive boring. color. It was, but it didn't need it. He didn't get hit with stuff that you know. What I'm saying it wasn't. It wasn't enough stuff to him be bleeding like that. Man, you but did you hear the crowd? Oh, it got him over. It was the whole, you know. Yeah, it got him over. But my thing is, you're bleeding that much when it's just pouring out. You shouldn't be able to come back. You should be stretched out. Yeah, he's bleeding a lot. But everybody bleeds like that, though, there. It's like, why? It just, I don't know. Yeah, man, there's no, there's no little bit of color, Daddy. It's No, it's. it's. If I'm cutting, I'm cutting. All, yeah, I'm cutting. I'm going I'm going for a vein or something. It's, it's crazy. That, that's me. If it, need, if it calls for it, but if you don't do enough stuff, I don't remember getting hit that many times in the head with anything for it to be like that. It could be yeah. anything. You just catch a little elbow on a forearm, I'll split you wide wide open. Yeah, but then you see the match before and after. Uh, you see 27 elbows and nothing. 
Man, your elbows just that much better. Do what? So that means your elbows are just that much better. <laughs> but then next week, your elbow <laughs> don't bust nobody open, though, you know? Uh, that's what I say now that, like, I use the DDT pretty much for a finish. And it was like, oh, man, so I can't hit a DDT? I'm like, you do what you want. They don't kick out of mine. Mine's better. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> isn't, like, Sammy and, and Punk's finish the same? Kind of. It's just a different it's setup. Similar, ain't it? It's a dumb, dumb different setup to it by uh, Sammy. He does it like torture rack, spin into yeah. it. Yeah. Same thing, but just a little way to get get into it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Guess who doesn't get kicked out of? Exactly. That's <laughs> exactly. it. It's not Sammy. <laughs> yeah. What about exactly. Punk bringing back the Pepsi tw- uh, the Pepsi plunge every now and then? What the was the pe- Pepsi plunge? The pedigree from the top rope. I didn't seem to do it. Oh, man, yeah, no, he, he's done it a couple times in AEW. Hmm. That, that that was his like IWA finish. Was it? And he's like, "This hurts my knees." Yeah, I bet. But yeah, it's um, it's just, I don't know. I he needed it, it was good color, but it just it it got too much because it was just pouring. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it, it it was over. It was too much. You know, I mean, it got into sympathy, but it got hey, to almost just. He's in the Blackpool Combat Club now, so. Yeah, sure. I hope they'll get into their tights because uh, those tights are, they don't know. Um, I don't think his tights are bad. I think his little tiny boots are terrible. <laughs> they make boots and tennis shoes, man. No, they're not, they're not, nah, they, they, no, no, those aren't tennis shoes. Those are like, <laughs> like, like really I'll fancy. Atomics or something, ain't they? I don't even know if they're atomics or they're shooter shoes of some sort, but they're like nice. They're not like just your basic ASICs. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. But, uh, but I don't like him. <laughs> I don't want tight. Well, the tights don't fit fit him now, though. You know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No. I'd like to give him some new, new gear. Dude, are they going to make Hook beat up Dan Housen? Surely not. Not if they're going to keep Hook like a baby face like he is. You know how he's just like, he's pretty much a baby face. <laughs> Dude, did you see the thing? I saw it today. I guess it was after, I guess it was after, um, the taping in New Orleans. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I watched Dan Housen. Dan Housen put a curse on, on Regal. Regal. Did that's you what see made. It? That's what made me choose the William Regal match. Oh my gosh, that was the best. <laughs> yeah, Regal selling that curse is legitimately yes. what made me choose this match. Yes, I watched. I died. I looked at the comments. This was horrible. This is horrible. I'm like. But you're like, this is why I'll never be WWE. And I'm thinking, okay, the some of the garbage that WWE did through the years, silly stuff. Oh, you and, know? It, and it was after the show. Who cares? Yeah. WWE, was, WWE used to just send the entire locker room out for Steve Austin to stun after the yeah, show. I mean, so. yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying it. <laughs> it was, no, it was great. Regal sold it. Regal sold it perfect. <laughs> I laughed, man. I said, oh my gosh. And then everyone oh, just murders Max Caster. Do what? And then everyone just murders Max Caster. I didn't see that part. Oh yeah. No, uh, so you never saw when Ricky came, Ricky got Starks finally came out, did you? No, I just saw the, the Dan House. I didn't see the Ricky Starks oh. part, no. So Ricky goes to talk and then Max Caster and basically claims music hits. He cuts a rap. Uh, whatever, whatever gets in the ring, he goes in a standoff with Regal, 
and then Yuta's like steps in front and does like that smack that you know just smacks yeah. the crap out of him. He feeds into the knee from Danielson, takes the the gimmick from Moxley, feeds yeah. up, and then like Ricky Starks hits the ropes like three times and spears the dog crap out of him. Well, I heard that somebody posted it about the that Ricky Starks come out after. But I didn't see that, but I don't know I'm old school. I ain't supposed to like Dan Housen. But it's hilarious. The stuff with Hook is funny. It's funny. <laughs> he's like, curse. He's like, first looking. He's like, what are you doing? And the, did you see the one where he's in the trash can? Mm-mm. Oh, you gotta look at the one. Look at that one. Hook's eating. He's eating chips, and the girl's trying to interview him. He's got his earbuds in. He's he's not answering the questions. He gets up. He goes, goes always chips. Then how's it comes up out of the trash can? Does his curse gimmick? And Hook just throws his chips in the. And he's like, why doesn't this start working? And he goes, oh, it's the chips giving him power. He starts eating the chips. <laughs> and I mean, it's, I mean, it's hokey, but I like it, you know? Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's super fun. He's so funny. Man, oh, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he keeps falling around Hook. And I'm like, please don't let Hook beat him up, you know? No, nah, man, next World Tag Team Champions. They're going to they're gonna be the team that FTR just gets demolished by. <laughs> Oh yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just yeah, next I, 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 I ain't supposed to like that stuff because I'm old school and everything. But that is funny, man. <laughs> it's funny. Everything today, you hear me say I like Downhousing, would you? Uh, you know, I, I'm not surprised though because I remember seeing how you reacted to Chitara. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot yeah. you. Yeah. You were one of the few new didn't actually do I like Chikara. So well, and, and like your your thing now, this is what I didn't think you what what I thought you wouldn't like. Your thing was always I wouldn't like to see Chikara on a national basis because uh, you wouldn't want to see a casual wrestling fan see that. But Chikara yeah. having their own fan base who's yeah. in on the gag, oh, yeah. you appreciate it. So. Yeah. I could see you going. Eh, I don't know about everybody seeing Danhausen. But everybody's in on the gag. Yeah. Dan, I, I just like it. He's funny. The whole gimmick. <laughs> Have you seen the clip they, where he invades the AEW Awards? Uh-uh. There's a little clip. They, I saw it. <laughs> He's asking why he didn't get an award and all this stuff. And they're like, you just got here. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like, you know, it's, it's like Sammy got an award for, for like something about Young or something, young up and coming. Like he's like, he like been here like thirty years. Give me that. <laughs> and so he's like, I've been here three. <laughs> it's just funny. I, I, I get a kick out of it. But that his his gimmick. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's great at improv. Yeah, I, I'll they don't put him in the ring. Just let him do his skits and you know managing and. Oh no, they're gonna put him in the ring at some point. Oh yeah, when he's probably when he's fully healed up and everything. But uh, I think he's pretty funny. So anyway. All right. Um, oh, start going through those DVDs. Um, that um, that what was that? Was it Georgia Southern or where it was? That was one of um, I'm pretty sure because it had um, um, Nick Patrick announcing and Jody Hamilton actually worked one of the shows as a season, so I'm sure it was Jody Hamilton's promotion. Right. And then that um, championship um, wrestling of America. That's the old uh, promotion from the '90s. It was in Indianapolis that Mike Samples booked. Flash Flanagan, Mike Samples, Sean Casey, um, Troy Hayes, Jerry Faith. Um, uh, who else was? Um, oh, um, 
I think some other guys was I can't remember off the hand off my mind, but yeah, it was that promotion. So I've been going through that. There's like it's like four, three or four volumes of that. I'm fixing to start the second volume of that. But yeah, yeah, I didn't even know they had TV. But I remember, I remember that time period. Because um, Sam, because that's when I went to Central City, Kentucky, a few times, and um, I worked Mike Samples that night. I remember Farron was telling me that he was he's, he's the one booking Indianapolis. I was like, oh okay. I can't remember who else was on those shows. But yeah, I, I didn't know they had TV, but yeah, they had local TV in, uh, in Indianapolis. That's, that's pretty cool. But, um, I'm trying to think who else. Or somebody. Oh, Danny Shannon. He worked as Danny Shannon around here in, in Kentucky. He was Danny something else there. And Oh, um, Danny Davis in there. What's Danny Davis's nephew's name? The Damager? No, that's that's the partner. Okay, uh, Basham? Doug, I yeah, guess? Yeah, Danny Basham. So Danny, Doug Basham, Doug Basham. It's Danny Basham was damaging. Um, Doug Basham, he was Doug O'Brien on there, just starting out, and um, these little red, white, and blue gimmick. But yeah, it, I was like, man, this is cool. I, I, like I said, I remember, I remember the promotion because I remember the people talking about it, and um, I know Chris Michaels and Todd Morton worked up there. But I'm, I'm wondering if they're on any of these these DVDs because I said there's like three or four volumes of them. So I knew they worked up there for a while. It was far too wild. So yeah, I was I was, I was shocked when I was like, oh crap, I know exactly what this is. So so that uh oh, my battery just went. But you still got me? Yeah, still got you. My, my battery just died. Oh crap! I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to plug my laptop up. That's smart, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, All right. At well, least we would have been close to the home stretch. Yeah. Who we who we plugging? That don't have a gimmick. Oh, let's see. Uh, it's mostly our stuff. Uh, so anything new with the with Luthez's UWA, Quentin? I put some stuff up today from Jan- the first week of August with the um, Thez show and results and the um, Gulish show and results that week. So, yeah, all right. that's about all I'm on. <laughs> yeah, so go, go check out Luthez's UWA over on Facebook. Um, if you'd like a wrestling t-shirt, head on over to storefrontier.com slash Plunky's Gimmick Table. Uh, just shared uh, the other day. Uh, well, they've got a whole bunch of tie-dye designs. So if you like tie-dye, that's the reason I went to Store Frontier is because you can get designs on all sorts of different things, not just one color t-shirt like on Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, so we've got, please go over there and check that out. Like and subscribe our channels on YouTube and Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcast at. Leave comments um, and missing something. Oh, uh, sign up for NWA All Access Pass. It's one annual fee, $49.99. That gets you all pay-per-views of first run on uh, NWA Power and NWA USA. All right, and go like and subscribe to the people's videos we use on YouTube because without them, we couldn't watch them. So check those people out. Yeah, without them, one of us would have to get the network, and we'd have to watch the network, and then you'd have to watch the network to go do our watch-alongs, and we'd be giving more and more money to the evil empire. Well, we don't hardly watch anything from the network. That's what I'm saying. We don't. If we didn't have these YouTube guys, oh, we, gotcha, we'd have duh. to. <laughs> I got you there, man. Got you, got you. There you go. I got what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> got to overlook me sometimes, you know. <laughs> so, all right. You got anything to add? I think I'm good, man. All right. If you're done, I'm done. Take a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Puckett. Quinn Charisma. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.